We want to welcome you to the New Song Podcast, coming to you from beautiful Colorado Springs. We love receiving your prayer requests and comments at newsongcs.com. Thanks for listening as Pastor Stephen Hibden shares an encouraging word of God's love. A mom, a stepmom, a birth mom, adoptive mom, foster mom, spiritual mom. Mom, in your heart, know that you are to be honored today. And remember that you have one of the highest callings, most appreciated and unappreciated callings in the world. You really do. And we appreciate you. And um, like I said earlier, if you are sad today, uh, or maybe your upbringing um, makes you think bad things about your mom or where your life has gone this far, know that our God is a good God. My mom taught me a song when I was little. One of, it's not my favorite song, but one I remember she taught, it's very simple. She, it goes like this. God is good to me. God is good to me. He holds my hand. He helps me stand. God is good to me. And even when you think he's not and you don't understand, know that he is a good God and he always desires to make beautiful things out of brokenness. Just know that. He's, he's, he's here in this place today, and he's working in your life and through your life, whether you realize it or not. Um, everyone in here, be appreciative of your moms. At the end of service today, all of our ladies, as you're leaving, you're going to get a treat, a gift that you can bring home with you and not share with your uh, family. That's, that's, that's what you're allowed to do because moms have to share everything. Everything I get, I'll get a drink at the store or we'll go be somewhere and Jaden won't come ask me for a drink, but he'll ask Cynthia for a drink. And she, I don't think she's ever had her own drink ever anywhere. She, even if he has his own, he'd rather drink yours. So um, this you do not share, okay, when we leave today. It is appropriate that we are in a series about living life fully. The series is called Alive because um, our mothers live life fully and are overflowing with fruit. I don't think there's any person in the family that is more fruitful than a mom uh, in our lives and, and in every way. Yes, dads, if there's any dads in the room today, um, you should get a little bit of, uh, like, Good job, I guess. But we get a bum, bum rap, I think, sometimes for all the things we do. But moms take the cake in their multiple personalities. No, <laughs> in their multiple uh, talents. Yes, in their, in their uh, versatile abilities and their amazing capacity to handle circumstances and handle emotions. They win. And um, here are some funny comparisons about moms and dads I wanted to show you because I think... I think um, we go overboard about what a dad and what, a, what how good moms are and how good dads are. But this is um, this is when a kid says, "I'm going to bed." Um, uh, the the husband says, "The husband he goes to bed." The mom does all of these things before she goes to bed. All right, and you can look. I'll, I'll post these online. But let's look at the next one. Um, here's a mother at the grocery store. <laughs> here's the dad at the grocery store. Um, care. <laughs> Here's uh, a mom and dad, play mom playing with their kid, a dad playing with his baby, spending, giving him full attention there, yes. Here's a mom, um, what is she doing here? 
Oh, she's like teaching them through life. Oh, here's the way you work a clock. So, you know, this is 3 o'clock. And here's a dad showing them how a leaf blower works and if you put it in your mouth. <laughs> that, would be, that would be me with, 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 my, with my kids when they were little. All right, so this is really, you can't read this, but I want to I read it to you because this is kind of how our texts go in our family because um, I just... I just think simply, because men are smarter, I, assu I assume, or maybe we just don't think of everything. But the kid says, can I go to the football game later? It's, um, it's at vets. What time? Until when? Uh, 7 to 9. But we're going to go earlier because they're giving out free shirts. How early? Home by 9? Okay. Probably 5.30 or 6 or later. After 6? Home by 9. Okay. Tell dad. No homework? Do you have any tests? And he says, okay. So then he texts dad. Dad, can I go to the football game? Yeah. <laughs> that, would be, that would be us. Um, mom teaching her kid to ride a bike. Dad having fun. Yes. What moms think at night? Um, this was us on the way to church today. Reagan was asking me a question, and she goes, and I said, what? I didn't even hear anything she said after long. But mo what moms think at night? I should nurture more. Oh, God, I'm, oh, I didn't mean to say that, but that's what it says. I'm such a terrible mother. Why am I so tired? Oh, OMG, what if something happened to the kids? Go to the gym. Why can't I be more like Gwyneth Paltrow? But too, not too much. I want to be, I want a mama's boy. And then the dad, all he's thinking about, I'm a pretty awesome dad. <laughs> okay, uh, the, going to sleep at night, I guess, or take, putting your ba baby to sleep. The mom's like staying with them. Moms uh, <laughs> walking their kids, and dads walking their kids, and <laughs> yes. Um, dad, uh, this is all the things moms are asking themselves, and dad is just asking, where's mom? <laughs> Happy Mother's Day. Uh, most mothers seem to be better at most things, and I guess God knew that, and that's why he made them more talented. But I suppose you might go so far as to say, because we're talking about the fruit of the Spirit in this series, you might go so far as to say is that a mom who is a believer and a Spirit-filled has more or, or exemplifies more of the fruit of the Spirit in her life than anyone else. I might think that. Um, I don't know if that's true or not, but... Um, Let's read what the fruit are first, and then we'll see. Then we'll see. Galatians 5.22 says this. For the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. You could certainly make the argument that moms show more love than dads at times. You could certainly make the argument that moms can be often more gentle than dads. You could certainly make the argument that often dads get more mad uh, or yell more than moms. I don't know. I want, maybe we'll take a survey right now. Um, all the kids in the room, or if you feel like we, we all have a mom. How many, if you have a mom, stand up. Uh, just kidding. We all have a mom. So we can all take the survey, but I want to make sure that, it's especially the teenagers, you would be a part of this. Who yells more in your house? Does the da dad yell more or mom yell? yell? Raise your hand if dad yells more. Oh, my goodness. Raise your hand if mom yells more. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so maybe moms need to hear this today. <laughs> Fruit of the Spirit. Oh, it looked like you raised your hand up there, young lady. Who's, who's your mom? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just because, yeah, they, they need to be yelled at. You needed it. That's why. 
Whether or not the spirit-filled moms display more of the fruit of the spirit, we can all agree that for life to be fully alive, we must have all of the fruit of the spirit at work in our lives. Amen? What if I told you on your roughest day, when you feel like it's, you are out of gas, you don't have anything left to give, that there was an extra supply, a secret supply of everything you needed, love, joy, peace, everything that you needed, there was a secret supply that you could tap into. There is. Most of us don't tap into it at all, though. Most of us let the weariness of life frazzle us. We let fatigue get to us, and we let it keep us from being, all of us being, who God has called us to be. We don't take advantage of what the Holy Spirit has given us. And can I remind all the moms in the rooms, all the dads, all the kids, I know the kids probably have like, like two weeks left of school, know this. That when you are at your weakest, that is when your God is the strongest in your life. That is the truth. When your tank is empty, you can tap into the Holy Spirit. And that is why Jesus is good news to us. Because we can't do it on our own and we need help. Notice I say tap into because... We have inside of us everything that we need. Oh, are we gods on ourselves? No. The Bible talks about, Jesus talks about that the Holy Spirit is in us. It comes from inside of us. We are the temple of the Holy Spirit. We are the church. We have God with us everywhere we go. John uh, 7, 37, let me read it to you in the Living Bible. Jesus was reminding the people on the last day, the climax of the holidays. I don't know if it was uh, Mother's Day or not, but Jesus shouted to the crowds, if anyone is thirsty, hey moms, hey dads, hey kids, if anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. For the Bible says, scriptures declare that the rivers of living water shall flow from the inmost being of anyone who believes in me inmost being he flows from the inmost being he was speaking verse 39 of the holy spirit who would be given to everyone who believes put up galatians 5:22 again just for a minute the result isn't just one aspect of galatians 5:22 when the holy spirit comes out of us because he came into us at, po at one point and he starts to flow out like a living water, not like a little cup of uh, juice or not like a um, little Dixie cup of water. It just, as you start to give out Jesus to others, as you start to let him come out of you and be a Christian to those around you, it just keeps coming. It just there, There's more. The thing is, we let it uh, evaporate, I think, and then it goes less and less, and then we have nothing to give, and we wonder, what's going on? But we should have all of these in our lives because it says the fruit. Notice it doesn't say the fruits. It's one, and, and we won't get into semantics here, but all, what it's saying is all of, these all of these are one bundle. They're one big package for us uh, all at one time. They're not, oh, you can have a little bit of joy, and you can have the peace. And you, no, it, in essence, what it's saying is you want to be the actions of Christ. You want to be what Jesus is like. You want to be the character of God in, in your life. That's the fruit. When the fruit is on you, 
that's what you show to others. Yet the word Christian has been put down in our society. Why? Because Christ, being like Christ, um, doesn't usually happen with Christians. Well, that's weird. It's when people see Christians, they say, oh, that's a negative because they're not seeing the fruit come out in their life. They're just seeing, oh, you have a label on your life, but you're not acting any different. The Spirit comes into our life, and the Holy Spirit is supposed to lead us. He's supposed to lead us. That's why Paul says in Galatians 5.25, which is just um, a couple of verses later, since you got the fruit or since we live by the Spirit, since you got saved and Jesus came in you and the Holy Spirit is with you, Galatians 5.20, since we live with it, we'll keep in step with it then. What is your problem? My, my, my mom, one time, uh, we were on a trip. It was a pastor's conference. Actually, we were in L.A. a first time. And um, my first time there, we were going to go to Disneyland. And my brother and I weren't ex exemplifying, displaying the fruit of the Spirit in our lives. And we were just complaining. And, you know, when you spend a lot of money on your kids and you bring them to California from, from Missouri, you're thinking, you better be appreciative of this. And all we were doing was complaining. And she said, because um, she had the fruit of the Spirit in her life, but at this moment, it wasn't there. And she goes, you know what I'm going to do right now? I'm going to send you guys home. That's what I'm going to do. I'm calling right now. Hello? Yes. Uh, air, airplane, airplane or airport? Yes. Um, can you come pick up my son? No. Uh, Stephen and uh, Chris? Yeah. Take, pick them up and send them back home. They're not coming to Disneyland. And we both start crying. What, what are you doing? She's like, you're not coming. I just called the, the airport. And I was like, uh, like seven at the time, all right? So you're like, they don't you know that the airport doesn't come pick you up? But I, I was seven, okay? And uh, don't, please, Mom, don't send us home. We can't go home by ourselves. And then um, the further spirit came back, and she said, um, okay, you can, you can stay. But when we live by the spirit, we're supposed to be keeping step with the spirit. When a Christian keeps in step and follows the Holy Spirit's leading in every part of their lives, this is what they look like. I'm just going to read it to you. These are some examples, but this, what this really is is the, um, is the message version of what the fruit is like in our life. We'll have affection for others. Keep these things in mind when you're looking negatively at, um, oh, I'm embarrassed to call myself a Christian. This is what a real Christian is. They have affection for others. They show exuberance about life. They have a willingness to stick with things, a sense of supernatural compassion in their hearts. We will be someone who finds themselves involved in loyal commitments. Oh, that's revolutionary, revolutionary to be loyal in our commitments. They're able to direct their energies wisely, and we will not have the need to force our way of life on anyone. Hmm. Does that sound negative? Sounds pretty good, huh? That's the definition of keeping step with the Spirit from Galatians 5.22. I have some things I want to um, close with today and... Um, I just want to ask this question first, or he, say this quote. This is a true quote from a counselor. He says, you spend 50% of your energy on your job to moms, 50% on your husband, and then you spend 50% on your children. I think I see a problem there. 
Do you get it? 50, 50, 50. There's not enough. Could you all agree with me, no matter who you are in the room, there is not enough hours in the day to be everything we need to be. And on top of that, besides outside pressures, we deal with our own things too, our own sinful flesh. That's why Galatians 5.1, and would you come up and play um, just here in a minute? You can come up and be ready, I'll, I'll tell you. Galatians 5.1 says this. This is 22 verses before Galatians 5.22. I did the math, 21 verses, I suppose. Someone's smiling at me. That's not bad math. It is for freedom that Christ set us free. This sounds a little bit like if you're going to be lived by the Spirit, then keep in step with the Spirit. It's for freedom you were set free. It's for freedom you were set free. This is like repeating itself, isn't it? It's because people like us don't get it. Stand firm then. And do not let yourself be burdened again by sin. I want to close with um, a couple of challenges for us today. And I want to ask this question. You can play. How do we allow the spirit to flow like a river from inside of us? How do we allow the fruit of the spirit in our life? How do we keep in step with the spirit? How do we keep from living on empty. There are some of you in the room today that you're like, I just can't go on by the way I'm going. There's no way I'm going to keep making it. And it's supposedly, I'm supposed to have Jesus help, but I don't see him helping me. I just feel like I'm doing it by myself. How do we live fully alive? How do we overflow with fruit in our life? Not just much less. I just want like one little piece Sometimes just one little piece, P-E-A-C-E. I just, just a little bit. I just need just a little bit of, 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 of patience because I don't know what's going on with my job. I don't know what's going on with my marriage. I don't know what's going on with my parents. I don't know what's going on with my flesh. I seem to be giving in to things that I shouldn't be giving into. Well, all of those answers to those questions... They're found in Galatians 5.20. Right, right after it lists the fruit, it tells you what to do. How do we keep in step with the Spirit? How do we keep from living on empty? How do we live fully alive? How do we allow the fruit of the Spirit to live in our lives? It says this, but the fruit of the Spirit, let's go back to NIV Galatians 5.22-24. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness and self-control against such things there is no law in other words wait stop right there for a minute in other words um you don't i mean this is these, these are my words don't don't take them I, you, you, this is what it means the law law is going to get you so far but you need you need these in your life let move on it says this those who belong to christ jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. There within that verse is found your answer of what you need to do. Crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. This is not a great Mother's Day verse, but what it's saying is what we need to do if we're looking to be 
filled with the Spirit, keep in step with the Spirit, be like Jesus, in essence, have his character on our life, that people, when they see us, they say, wow, there's something different about them. That's what we're going to talk about next week. But if they look at us, they say, a Christian and you living as a Christian is two different things. I want what you have. Why? Because a real Christian dies to themselves daily. There's another scripture that says, take up your cross daily. There's another scripture that says, get, when, you get, when you lose your life, you gain it. Well, I don't like this, but it's true. I've heard it said when someone was encouraging a congregation to come clean of their sin, to come clean of their addictions, to come clean of their flesh, to come clean of being um, pushy and, um, you know, everything that people blame us for being at times. They said, well, let me tell you, God doesn't want to hurt your pride. God doesn't want to hurt your lust for bad things. God wants to kill it. That's what he wants to do. You know, you're expecting, oh, he doesn't need to hurt it. Oh, that's good. Well, I can live with it. No, he wants to kill it in our lives. I want you to bow your heads with me. Say a real great Mother's Day prayer, and that is this. God, help us to die to our flesh. Help our posture and our worship to you to be that of Romans 12:1 that says, I present my life as a living sacrifice to you. This is my reasonable act of worship. This is holy and acceptable to you. Lord, I pray for every person in the room that you would cause us to be less selfish, to be less judgmental, to be less pushy, to be less rude. <laughs> in the supermarket to not be so short with our kids to not be so short with our parents to give a little grace here and there that we might live life fully alive and overflowing with fruit can I tell you this posture of giving up yourself will help you be a better mom will help you be a better dad this posture of giving up yourself and giving up your thoughts and your ways will help you be a better friend I mean some of you need it against your with your neighbors you would say my neighbor is so blah 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 they would might say the same about you if you're here in the room today and um, let's just let's just offer a couple of things um, an opportunity for a couple of things right now. If you're in the room today with everybody's eyes closed, maybe you came here on um, purpose, or maybe you got here on accident. Maybe your your dad or your mom or your your kid tricked you into coming here and telling you that it's a brunch, and then you're like, it's a church service. <laughs> it wasn't meant to be a trick. It, yes, we did have brunch, but we we advertised church because this is important that we spend time with Jesus. But we're, Regardless of whether you, what, why you came in here today, God is speaking to your heart. And he's saying, I want to be a part of your life. I want to say something to those, those of you 
in that situation. Maybe you're here and you'd say, um, well, I don't like the church. I don't like the people in the church because they don't seem to show what you're talking about, the fruit of the Spirit. Well, let me tell you whose problem that is. That's not God's problem. It's their problem, those people's problems. I want you to look to God and let me tell you that he has all of those fruit in his life that he wants to give to you and he wants to show them to you. And if you're here and you need forgiveness, you need grace, you need mercy, you need love, you need joy, you need peace, God is here to give it to you through his son Jesus. If you're here and you need to get your heart right with Jesus, you want to say, Jesus, I need you in my life. I need your help. I need your forgiveness. Can I um, ask you just to put your hand up real quick and just put it right back down again? I'll acknowledge it, and I won't, I won't point you out, but we're going to pray for, for all of you. Who, who are those in the room that need to do that today? I need to get my heart right with Jesus. I'm not right, right where I'm supposed to be. Put it right back down. Amen. 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 Who else? Who else needs to get my heart right with Jesus? That would mean that everyone else in here knows what they believe about Jesus. You're either searching still or you know exactly what you believe. Would you stand with me? All of us, would you stand with me? Next time you find yourself angry or rude or overbearing, I wrote a bunch of them down. I wasn't describing you guys. I'm just describing the typical... um, Oh, I'm a Christian. And then I did, here's where I find that usually is when I go to a Christian movie, like, you know, they're all Christians around you and you'll see some of these things come out in them. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is why people don't go to church. But next time you find yourself angry or rude or overbearing or flaky, ooh, I just felt I should wait on that one. <laughs> I don't know. Or pushy or selfish. I want you to do something kill it. Kill it in your life. That's not who you are. Do you know who you are? Is you have a boundless supply, an extra helping, a secret reservoir of the river of fruit of the Spirit that wants to spring out in your life and wants to help you to show people who Jesus is. That's who you are to be. That's who you are to become. Bow your heads. Lord, we thank you for this day today. We thank you for the word that you've shared with us today. I pray that everyone would um, would have have the realization that when they're tired, when they're weak, that they can just tap into you. They can tap into the supply they have of you of the fruit of the Spirit. I pray that we would exude more of these in our lives every day. Thanks for listening today. Remember, God wants to do the impossible through you and me. We encourage you to become a deeper part of what we are doing. Visit us at newsongcs.com and become a giver to the New Song Foundation and an investor in bringing this message of Jesus across the world. God bless you.